Hey gang, today on Wanna Be On Top, we continue our journey through cycle three of America's Next Top Model, and I catch up with one of my longtime drag sisters from Chicago, Valentine Adams. We gossip with them about the model's first trip to Jamaica, their first photo shoot, and we dish about all the drama that happens at home. Tyra and these girls aren't playing this cycle, and neither are we. This episode is just a good kiki. You are going to want to miss this. Forever. Dog. Shea Are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shea Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert Maxwell Esposito. Hey girl, how's it going? Hey, girl. So last week was so fun kicking off Cycle 3. The casting was so unique. And as we know, Cycle 3 really paved the way for future castings with their iconic casting special. Today, I'm really excited because we are going to be talking about the first day of the finalists in this competition. Um, After spending a week with the 20 semifinalists, we get down to the 14 finalists who are sent off to New York City where the journey begins. Okay, so I'm super excited to get into this episode because Cycle 3, as we mentioned, is the shift in this franchise. We have more production, better characters, and the bond that some of these girls make is pretty iconic. So uh, this week, we had to bring in a guest that I also have a strong bond to. Today, our guest is someone who I have known and have done drag with for many years, and I am so excited to welcome to the show today. We have one of the OG Kawaii Chola Berra, my Miss Valentine Adams. Holy, how's it going? What's up? Are you really gonna give our age away with how many years it's been? You know, right? uh, I kept it nice and vague. (laughs) I mean, it might be getting into the the double digits, girl. Yeah, (laughs) it's getting to about that. Oh my gosh, how are you? How have you been? I'm doing well. I mean, you know, alive through all this, but I've been doing well. I know. Come out on the other side. I'm sure she's ready to go to the beach and avoid the sun at all costs. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've changed. I get the sun now. I get the sun. Oh my goodness. And goddess. No more goth. No more goth. (laughs) (laughs) Things are different. I'm in love. (laughs) (laughs) She was just all like in love, just like brought color into my life. (laughs) She said, let me get that vitamin D. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, I mean, I have, okay, specifically, I was just thinking about this photo of you and I. I want to say it was like New Year's Day, like 20. 
15, 2016. And it was like after we had done this um like gig at Soho House and we're just like laying on like the pull-out mattress on your sofa oh in my your God, apartment, yeah. just wearing these wigs, binge watching America's Next Top Model. Yes, absolutely. Um, actually, or was that no, Australia's? It was Australia's. Yeah, it was Australia's. that was yes. Australia's that we were watching. Yeah. Look, the people that the that listen to this podcast are gonna be like, "Damn, when is this bitch gonna stop t- start talking about Australia?" Because she talks about it nonstop on this podcast, and I'm just like, "Get into." I it. I mean, honestly, you and I could just have our own podcast on Australia's because we watch that <laughs> shit so many times. And so like, nowadays, like when I go back to my when I have my like top model moment, I typically go back to Australia's now, but but it's just because. I've seen the first few seasons of Top Model, America's Next Model, so many times. Uh-huh. And the later ones, I didn't necessarily love. Uh-huh. You know, it's like every now and then I'll rewatch All Stars. Every now and then I'll watch uh, the first three, you know, yeah. those are the really, really good ones. Yeah. And then I always go back to uh, Australia's and Africa and Asia's Next Top Model, who are all on YouTube, which if you guys listening, look them up. They're really great. Top Model Facts. They are. Girl who won Africa's Next Top Model is still working and still hustling but yeah yeah the girls from like the international franchises really did go out there and be some of the baddest top models and i live for them right i'm gonna gonna really have to watch australia's top model after we've talked about (laughs) i've not watched it and i feel like i'm really missing out you oh, wait till you meet Alice Bordeaux. She is like the <laughs> icon, the icon that is Australia's next top model. She really is. And I love it because like somehow she made like she somehow made white fragility empowering. And you're like, how? How? Because there's like this episode where they give her this fierce ponytail and she literally can't even hold her head up straight because she's like, mm. it's so <laughs> tight. <laughs> and, those, and those like porcelain hands coming up to wipe the tears <laughs> off like just ever so perfect wiping the tear off <laughs> oh my god I cried yeah um, she was literally like all bent and egg back all back <laughs> like someone was literally pulling her hair it was perfect <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so get into it get into Alice she was iconic um, but speaking of iconic, we really got some iconic characters in cycle three of America's Next Top Model. And I just want to ask you, Valentine, so like, what were you doing? What was baby Valentine wearing circa like 2004, September 2004, you know, the fall? Like, what was she wearing? What was she listening to? What was she watching oh on TV? Oh my God. I mean, obviously Top Model. <laughs> um, 2004 how old were we in 2004 oh my god like 15 16 15, okay 15 16 i was listening to tattoo yeah like, on repeat <laughs> on repeat naturally. uh naturally like he- beginning to end not just like one or two songs like yeah. every album every song in the album um i was listening to daft punk also a lot um i was that kid who had a lot of like really weird european bands and i would cover all of my cds with like black permanent marker with just (laughs) enough space left that i knew what they were so that like kids at school would go through my binder of cds and not know what i was yeah (laughs) because i listened to a lot of bjork too because my aunt was really into it and i was like what is this like yelling i'm so into this (laughs) 
I love the second binder <laughs> CD binder reference we've had on this podcast. I was I just really about to say that. To say that yeah. It was like the other one was Shandy, who yes. is an icon, who was one of my favorites. I literally was like so giddy listening to those, and I listened to them more than <laughs> once. Like, I, especially because of like knowing you, Shay, for as long as I have, and. Not that we never, obviously we talked about Top Model, but like I didn't know how much of a stan you were also of Shandy. So to like yes. hear that, I was like, oh my God, I'm even closer <laughs> to the Shandy than I thought. It's like, <laughs> yes. It's like Shandy, she's just like the ultimate. We love her. like <laughs> For real. I'm just like, like I was like I wish I was talking to Shandy. I want to meet Shandy. She seems right. so so attainable now. <laughs> oh my god, girl! Next time we go to New York, you know, oh, and we're shaking our titties <laughs> in the club. We're gonna text Shandy and see what Shandy Shandy Tron. Yeah, yeah. Do karaoke with her. Hey. Oh god. I'm but down. yeah, I was like obsessed with Top Model at the time. I mean, every episode, you know, I would watch. And, like, same as you, is like, talk about it all the time at school. But I also didn't have friends. It was just, like, anyone who would talk <laughs> yeah. about it, you know? Like, yeah, or anyone who just wouldn't tell me to shut up, shut you up. know? <laughs> like, there was this uh, this girl named Mar- um, uh, Margaret, yeah, or, yeah, who was a, a Polish immigrant who had just moved to the school uh-huh. that year. And I remember, like, because I was, like, I was an immigrant at one point. I know what it's like. And I was, because we had just moved out to the suburbs. So I was, like, I know what it's like to be in a new place. So I just uh-huh. befriended this girl who didn't really speak English very well. Uh-huh. And I would talk to her about it all the time. Yes. <laughs> She's, like, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I just remember she had beautiful boobs she's this girl she's like wow <laughs> you're just so beautiful <laughs> i love your boobs uh-huh, right you're like Nicki minaj would 10 out of 10 sign them oh my gosh okay so of of this cycle of cycle three like who of the girls like when watching like were your initial faves so initially, it was definitely between Yaya and um, I can't remember uh, the blind mom, Amanda. Uh, Amanda. Amanda. Yeah, I wish I I can't find my notebook. I literally wrote down all these like notes with like bullet points of like initial thoughts on everyone too. <laughs> it's like I remember one was like Republican trash. <laughs> 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 It's like Yaya was like African goddess. Yeah. Um, one was Paris Hilton, who was Norel. Norel, you from from Newport Beach, from Orange County. I loved <laughs> Norel. She is like the comedic genius that we didn't know we needed. Well, right, especially rewatching it now. Like, <laughs> she was definitely, I feel like, one of the first like fans of Top Model. Like, I feel like she went in very like, oh my gosh, like. This Tyra Banks experience, uh-huh. Paris Hilton, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, modeling no, totally. me. Totally, she Absolutely. said, "I'm gonna be hot, and I'm gonna get my braces off, and I'm gonna be so hot." Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, clean the braces off, and then like chop that hair, and all of a sudden she looks like an adult and didn't look like yeah. a child anymore. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh! And also, this was the first cycle where Tyra um, introduces Jay Manuel and Jay Alexander as Mister and, and Miss J. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite Mr. and Ms. J memories? Okay. So to me, it's not even not necessarily a memory of, well, from the whole show or from this season? From I mean, this season, 
Bride. There's like the Give moment. There's like this mm-hmm. moment where where they first show her like on the run the runway episode where one of the girls is just sort of sitting there being like, "There is this man just wearing heels, and no one is saying anything about it." And it's like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, she's just like shocked that no one is commenting on this man wearing heels. <laughs> can somebody please escort them out? What she's are like, they can, doing or here? Or can somebody just say something? <laughs> say something <yeah. laughs> So like what? <laughs> and like it always like that reminder of like half these girls like you do not know what you're getting yourself into if you think Jay is uh-huh. too much for you. Already, oh my you know? god! Like, right? Like Jay? Uh, she like Miss Jay is when like now being an adult and like living in so many queer spaces and working with so many different people, you're all like that is very approachable queerness. Like that's absolutely. Absolutely, that that diamond dozen. Yeah, you know, like in terms of my <laughs> queer friends, like this is normal. Yeah, you know, and at the time it was so just like, oh wow, this 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 person wears uh, shirts as dresses and then wears yeah. heels. Yeah. Short little pumps, short yes. little pumps, you little know? mules with these like oil of Olay covered legs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> little mules, little mules. <laughs> Just popping out of a giant black t-shirt. Just these Absolutely. little gorgeous legs. Uh-huh. The bottom the of the tiniest oversized shirt. Yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah, the, the tiniest God, oversized shirt. She was yeah. like serving Ariana Grande before. Like all <laughs> Miss J needed was like uh, just like an attached pony. It's right. like a lot. Can you and imagine? The funny thing is like as a kid, I remember thinking Mr. J was more weird than Miss J. Because Same. he had this like very like it was the hair Silver hair yeah perfect jawline these perfect lips and i was yeah. like this person isn't real like oh my yeah. god <laughs> well like miss j was like to me seemed more approachable you're like that's how i prance around <laughs> in my room funny. wearing my mom's mules <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> her cork wedges like yeah <laughs> her slide on cork wedges that was my mom <laughs> yes oh my gosh okay so i want to get your opinion on the casting special um a bit because we see how much Tyra, Mr. and Miss J get some of these girls to spill the tea and do the most. Like, how do you think you would have handled a casting walkthrough with Tyra, Mr. and Miss J? I mean, I think like my my uh, Marcus, my partner, like asked me just earlier a similar question uh, because it's always so like there was we were watching the episode where they're in Japan and and Tyra was like showing them how to model, you uh-huh. know, and then they get on in front of the camera and they're just sort of like oh yeah like Uh like, don't know what they're doing he's like would you know what to do and i'm like i think honestly is that like if i was like 18 19 at that age and being the little faggot that i was absolutely i would know what to do i would not be scared because i'd be like my faggot ass has been waiting for this for years right like i've been waiting to do this like you're like, this is my moment. This is my moment, yeah. So Watch me twirl this it. kimono. <laughs> right, 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 right. I've been and watching TRL for years preparing for this. Like Preparing for this, yeah, right. It's yes. like, you didn't need to tell me to smize, Tyra. I knew I was smizing. Yes. <laughs> You're like, from within. Exactly, yeah. You're like, I dug deep and I found it. Also, I'm thinking about that. I, I... I and this is also the moment that I kind of started to root for Eva when she came in there and like Tyra's like, just so you know, um, I've asked the girls and every single one of them has had something negative to say about you. How does that make you feel? And her just oh literally breaking down and Tyra being like, great, that's exactly what I wanted. You can compete to become America's Next Top Model. 
Tyra okay, played wait. executive producer on camera uh, so on... much this cycle. <laughs> yeah. There, there's another moment, too, where when they're in Japan and Eve is like sort of getting emotional at one of the, uh, the you know, like, the judging. Uh-huh. And then when she leaves, Ty- uh, Tyra makes a comment of, like, you know, the thing I didn't like about Eve today is that, like, you got to leave those tears at home. The, I know. We don't want to see that stuff. And it's like, <laughs> you were literally trying to get this stuff out of them, though. Yeah, like, I thought that's what you wanted from Eva. I thought you right. wanted her to be vulnerable and approachable. Exactly. And yeah. she finally is showing it, and you're like, I didn't like that about her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, You're okay, like, what do you want? What do you right. want? Or, or what, why'd you do that, Tyra? Why'd you do that, Tyra? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. No, but I, I totally felt that because like I I still remember the way that like Eva walked into the room. She did her strut, she had her sunglasses, and she whipped them off, gave her little pose, and Tyra said, Let me take the wind out of this bitch's sails immediately. We can't chop her hair off in this moment, so I'm gonna yeah. do something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna chop her ego. Let's go. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. word on the street is nobody likes you. <laughs> and you a bitch. <laughs> right. And look, I've already had two black bitches on this show. <laughs> Don't forget. Not Camille. Not Camille. I know. Camille. I said Camille was confident. Look. Right. Shoot. Oh, the illustrious Camille. I absolutely. Uh, illustrious Camille. Illustrious. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to keep on getting into the girls' first day in NYC. We'll be right back. are back with my gal pal valentine and we are going to dive into the second episode of cycle three now this episode is when we get to meet the main finalists of the cycle uh maxwell do you want to tell us what's going on this day in top model world sure so the we meet the 14 finalists they're shipped from la to New York City. The girls are very excited. They're driving through Times Square, having their Times Square moment, and they meet Tyra on the rooftop in Times Square. Tyra tells the girls, New York City is the city that never sleeps. She says, a model never knows where her next job is coming from, and the phone is constantly ringing, and you never know where you're going to go. She lets the girls know that they are going to get no sleep that night, and they are flying off to Jamaica for a sexy photo shoot on the beach. Top model facts. Wow. Um, so Tyra lets the girls know that they are flying out a couple of hours to their sexy shoot. Now, production is really smart. Um, I mean, they're smart in the way that they're starting to like push some narratives on us that will be the center of the drama. So first, we have Kelly and the way that she comes off to Eva and Anne's friendship. Oh, I'm sorry. We have Kelly and the way that she comes off as well as Eva and Anne's friendship. So let's just dive in first <clears throat> about the no sleep thing. Okay. Um, I have actually personally never done the flight from um, L.A. to New York, but that's like a six hour flight yeah. Um, in and of itself. 
And then I'm assuming from New York down to Jamaica is probably going to be at least another like five hours or something. They, they said they four said hours. Four? They said three. Oh, three. Oh, three. Okay, three. well then okay, that's not bad. Four, yeah. Ooh, okay. They, uh, caught, they caught a nice little like breeze. Anyway, but damn. It's just like honestly to fly them all the way to New York just to throw them back on a plane. The, like honestly just to exhaust them for their first photo shoot is like, damn. <laughs> and so then, and so then, okay, they, they have their all night flight. We see that Anne, you know, is struggling because she has like a fear of flying and she's like crying and she wants Eva to comfort her, you know, because I feel like they would be the biracial tattoo if there was <laughs> one on this season. <laughs> wait, wait, I want to know too, is that like, did she have a panic attack going to New York from LA and then going from LA, you know, from her hometown to LA? Um, I guess I I don't. We didn't see that. So we didn't have cameras. We yeah, didn't the have cameras. cameras. We didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we didn't oh, what have about all the way to Tokyo. Like the right, fuck? bitches have right? panic attacks all the time. Yeah, she probably got business class at Tokyo, so she's like, "Oh, I'm fine. I can lay down in this <laughs> yeah, little bed." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's like the beginning of their fr- their weird friendship. Right, because, okay, I, um... Weird on one person's part, it's, I mean, Yeah, say. it's weird on Anne's because on it Anne's, very much yeah. gives you the vibe that Anne has a girl crush on Eva, you know? It's, like, giving very, yes. um, I want you to, like, I want to be with you <laughs> forever. When she said, which, when she said <laughs> you'll be in my wedding, she meant I, know. I will be marrying you. <laughs> it's like i want you to win this more than me that moment was so like you said that out loud like you said that out loud like that's so weird yeah i will let you forget live that down like that is so weird and then and then okay we also have uh kelly uh who is you know she lives in the last black uh well she lives in the last gated community in New York City, you know, black upper echelon comes from money situation who is putting all the girls off because, you know, she talks about her background and how she has like an affluent background. Do you feel like Kelly is a casting dream or nightmare? Both at the same time, right? <laughs> because you're getting a lot of like sound bits. You're getting a lot of like a villain, but that's like not a villain, you know, you right. love to hate her. Exactly. Um, but then I would like hate to be, you know, like the, for lack of a better term, drag coraller who has to, you know, take care of her. I yeah. would hate to be that person. <laughs> you know, like, because then for production, it's great. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, the sound bit monster from her is great. You're very accurate. What, All right. I can't help it that when people ask me where my pants are from, I say, I have to say Gucci. Yeah, that's just where fault. they're from. It's not my fault they're from Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> you say, legendary. But honestly, goals, goals. Like, I want to be in a place where I'm like, I can't help right. that my pants are Gucci. Right, 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 right. And it's like at the end it's of the not day, my it's like, fault. that's not the problem, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is when Tyra was asking us about our insecurities, <sighs> you said the truth was that no. you had a monkey mouth. We no. want you to love yourself. The record scratch. They added, the record. Like, <laughs> and they cut to Takara, just like, what? <laughs> 
And you know, Tyra, as a light-skinned woman, was not ready to try and, like, even guide Kelly through, like, loving herself. And she was just kind of like, oh, okay. She well, made a, she made a, she like, made a, uh, she said, George be chorus George. She said, be yeah. fierce, George, make it fierce. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, make it fierce, make it fierce. <laughs> <laughs> she said, we need to get your profile pic and make it curious, yes, George, but make, George, it, make fierce. it fierce. <laughs> <laughs> why'd you do that Tyra I love that a third of this segment is just gonna be us laughing I mean oh my god but the scream I let out on my couch when she said that I mean so wrong but so right like horrible it's just a perfect Tyra moment we're really, you need, really a, you need a segment called a perfect Tyra moment on your show. <laughs> right. This week in a perfect Tyra moment. Tyra moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, curious George, but make it fierce. Oh, God. The week before when she told that girl that didn't make it, she was like, you know what they say? Like, you know, don't fix something that's broken, but obviously we need to judge this up. Like, now your head red. Like, look, it's working for me. And we know this is fake. Yeah, we're in this wig. I mean, you oh know, my iconic. gosh. After the flight, the girls are then rush off to meet Mr. J and the rest of the top model glam team at the Rock House Hotel for their shoot. Mr. J introduces the girls to the glam team they will be working with for the season. First, of course, we have Miss J's as the runway coach. We also meet Matthew Anderson on makeup. We have Michelle doing wardrobe and Danilo on hair. We also get to meet Nick Cardellicio, who will be photographing the young women. All right. So we have to give a, a shout out to Matthew Anderson. Absolute makeup legend. You know. Icon, uh, yeah. Can you say, can you say legend? It's like, uh, Valentine, you and I both as drag queens, our makeup would not be the way that it is without the influence that Matthew has permanently put upon the makeup industry, just like a complete and utter genius. Absolutely. And even starting before we were doing drag, before he was on Drag Race, just watching exactly. the top model. Mm-hmm. I had so many looks that I copied from that, so many things that I wanted to do from that, like... And then to realize the connect the dots of like, oh, my God, homosexuals, we're everywhere and we've been everywhere, (laughs) you know, I think like um, what would have been like my version of what like a lot of fans do now where they'll, you know, do makeup and then uh, like recreate a makeup style that someone's done and then tag them on Instagram. I would um, just go and do uh, these makeup looks that I would see Matthew Anderson do. And then I would take selfies on my digital camera that then I would go and take the little card out of my digital camera and then put it in the printer at my dad's office. And then I would get the photo paper and print out little five by sevens um, of myself to evaluate my work. So that that, right. that was what I did as a teen. You have also <laughs> exposed yourself as loving, wasting your dad's work's resources. You printed <laughs> off a lot of photos at his office, it sounds like. It was his home <laughs> office. He had oh, an office okay. office at work. So it was just like, but yeah, I did waste his resources. I did. I love it. No, go off. Uh, I mean, it would annoy you the shit out of him. probably the cutest locker. 
I, so. oh, girl, that locker was editorial boots. Boots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I'm, and all, because I'm also, like, just going through, like, all the styles from this season. I, I like, uh, I'm, go- gosh, there's so many of them because really the hair and makeup are just superb on season three. I'm even thinking of the, what was it, Stinger? The, the energy drink shoot that they the did. YJ like Stinger. Yeah, YJ Stinger, makeup hair on point with that. Um, which, the Dooney and Burt. They were oh, on trampolines yes. in front of yes. the um, yes, yes, uh, yes. plane. So good. The Dooney and Burke styling was like so amazing. I mean, we won't even get started on when they go over to Japan because then it goes like next level from that point. And, like, and that's the one, that's where I remember most of the makeup from. And gosh. Like all the dusty rose pink around the, the face. Like, oh, oh so yeah. good. So good. Uh, that, yeah. Like constantly I'm stealing from still. And like, <laughs> yeah. uns- unsub- or unsubconsciously doing it, you know, mm-hmm. like not even referencing anymore because it's so back far in there now. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, like part of the Rolodex. Exactly. Um, it's part of the Rolodex. Yeah. Gosh, and I'm and I'm thinking too about the the like um the spider the photo shoot. Oh god, the spider photo shoot. I mean uh, all those lashes, but all those diamonds, lashes. But the but what were you saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um because then we got on the spider photo shoot. Yes. Oh the duo, the duo, yeah. The oh two. yeah, the two, yeah. Oh uh-huh. gosh, that one was so great. When they poured the latex all over um Anne to like create the top, yes. you know, like oh my god. It's like, yeah, you guys want to say that that's wardrobe, but that was really makeup, you know, that was going on there to create that top. So you're all like, uh, you know, that was like Matthew Anderson's genius at play there to Absolutely. create that. So Absolutely. I mean, oh, the season's just like so good with these looks. And of course, you know. In addition to just like being stunning and and stepping up uh, in terms of like hair and wardrobe, you know, there's always always going to be a little bit of drama. Um, so Mr. Tay, so Mr. J tells the girls that one of the girls will be eliminated the following day after the shoot. So the girls do their photo shoot and Mr. J and Miss J and Nick then call Tyra that night to review some of the girls' photos and discuss their experience with the girls. And I'm laughing because like it, it like they like Tyra's on like a landline, like talking <laughs> yeah. to them yes. while yeah. she's like getting these like photos like on her her like computer or 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 is or is she checking the photos on her like mobile device? It's no, she's on her. No, laptop. she's like no, she's on her laptop. laptop but she's yeah, holding a mobile device. Yeah. Yes, and it's just all like the photos, seeing them like the proofs come through and like how just like pixelated they are. I was like, <laughs> I have no idea how she could honestly even like pick like best photos. It was so wild, and I'm just like, I'm still just like so blown away seeing her like on that hotel phone. There's just like something. Um, I love like the 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 uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. The like time, it's like a time capsule. That's what absolutely I, that's what, <laughs> for landline phones. But okay, so oh, I the, also love that Mr. J had to explain that they were digital photos. Oh it's my like, god, we digitally yes. sent her photos. Like, <laughs> they said we used the internet. Right. As half the girls are like, what's digital mean? Right. <laughs> half the people in Jamaica are like, we just got this. So, <laughs> like, Cell please. Cell phones, right. Right. Um, and so 
the the Jays say some pretty um iconic things during their shoot to uh coach the girls that had me cackling. So let's go through some of these comments and the girls' performance. So first we have Eva. Mr. J noted that this is an editorial and she needed to not be so cheesy. So uh Cassie. They said, think animal, but she didn't <laughs> understand the assignment. She kept putting her claws up. Yeah, they were like, animal. <laughs> and like sticking her butt out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wait, wait. So was stupid. Cassie really out there giving us like... Uh, um, <laughs> and then they told Kelly to look less hoochie, more couture. And Tyra said, whoa, child, a little too hoochie. And Kelly, and, and that Kelly gives Valley Girl. <laughs> she even mocked her. She was like, it's so weird. She does hoochie, but she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. And I'm like, Valley Girls can be hoochies, too. Right, right. Right. Like, hoochie is a state of mind. It ain't a zip code. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so then we have Magdalene, who Jay loves her proportions and legs, but she needs to make it work. And Tyra says that she's one of her favorites, but I, 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 I don't know. <clears throat> I definitely don't. I didn't get any there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leah, they said she was self conscious and couldn't take direction, and the photographer saw the potential, but it's just not working for her. Tyra said, there's something not substantial about her. Damn. I mean, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember she kept had, having that, like, teased bump ponytail look that was so popular at the time. That's Ooh, like, why were yeah. people doing that? Everyone was like, like yeah. the pompadour and the ponytail. That's where uh-huh, it's at. Yeah. Gosh. It's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay, the times. so the times. So next up, we have Takara, who just flat out looked amazing. Um, they worried that too much of her personality was showing in her photograph. But Tyra said that her body was slamming, which is correct. I don't understand the. And here's the thing where I feel like production will start to like plant seeds and be like, "Oh, your personality is showing through in this photo," and you're like, "Don't you want her personality to show right. through?" Because isn't that what is required of a top model? Right. And especially, like, they would always sort of, like, make that sort of comment about, like, the plus-size girls. Or, like, oh, love yeah. your personality. Your personality is always <laughs> so shining and bright. You know, like, bring it. Always bring it. That's what's going to sell you. Yeah. Because, right? like, your beautiful body is not going to sell you. <laughs> right. So bring us your personality. But not <laughs> yeah, too yeah. much. Uh-huh. Not too much. Right. Right, 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 right. Just right. enough. But your body is slamming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next morning, Mr. J brings the girls some mail, letting them know who would be going home and not returning to NYC and competing for the title. We do, unfortunately, find out that Magdalena is not returning with the girls. Not the girls. <laughs> Sorry, do you ever just be like, words don't come out, right? <laughs> so. Magdalena is not returning with the girl. So, (laughs) speaking of returning with the girls, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return with the girls, we will be talking about the girls' return to NYC. We'll be back. 
welcome back. We are talking about the girls' first day and the actual competition, and the girls are flown back to NYC from Jamaica. The girls find out that they will be staying at the Waldorf Astoria in New York City. As we have watched this show, we can tell the budget has gotten better and better with each cycle, but with more budget comes extra production. So, we mentioned earlier, and in Eva's bizarre, budding best friendship— In the move-in, we saw Eva get lost in the gorgeousness of the penthouse and not pick a bed next to Anne. Anne demands that they have a house meeting and brings the girls all together. (laughs) All right, so, Valentine, how would you handle being in a living situation like this? Like, you you just get in this place... Everyone's running amok and like, yes, oh my God, like my bed, my bed. Like, I can't wait to like settle in with my new roommates. And then Anne is all like, ladies, house oh, meeting. I would just be the one sitting in the corner, just like rolling my eyes. Like, I'm not <laughs> listening to this. Like, I'm just not, I'm not entertaining this. I'm not going to get up and walk away, but I'm just not entertaining this. Like, this is so stupid. <laughs> Especially because of the fact that like before she even had the, the, the like ladies at the house meeting, Eve was like, this is my bed. This is yeah. my bed. Like she yeah. finally realized there was another bed. She was like, and it, oh. it just like how some of the girls were like, no, no one agreed to this. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, you know, like there's enough beds for everyone. It's right. Like, there's there's gonna be like people are gonna get eliminated. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Like, do you uh, do you feel like Anne was like out of her mind for just thinking that everyone would be like, oh yeah, totally. And oh, I'm so sorry we didn't realize. I I didn't realize I got. <laughs> A bed next to you and Eva didn't. Let me just collect my stuff and go find another one. Like, absolutely. Like, that mentality is like, what, who, like, <laughs> it's like, what is even going on in your mind? Like, what is going on? Like, that you think that, like, everyone's going to be like, oh, you're right, girl. Like, out of <laughs> right. all these people I just met today, just like you, you need to be with Eva. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I know that y'all are staying at the Waldorf Astoria and it's, it's, it's a big penthouse, but like, Eva's literally just like still maybe 50 feet away from you, if that. Like uh, right, exactly at that, it's like somewhere on the floor. Yeah, y'all aren't <laughs> gonna be sleeping much out, anyway. Like <laughs> exactly, exactly from what we've heard. Yeah, it's like every time you walk into the living room, she's gonna be there. And Anne is also one of the right. older girls in the house. She's like twenty-two. She's not like uh, eighteen or nineteen, like Eva or the other girls. Yeah. Also, like before we go on for this moment, I love the moment of Eva walking around with the fro and the yeah. tiara and her looking so lost. almost like nervous and lost. And you know that cameraman was like this on her face, just like walking backwards, and she's like holding her teddy bear, like so like, confused. Where's my bed? <laughs> I was too busy looking at the crystals on the chandelier to realize. <laughs> no, not the crystals. Don't, don't talk about Amanda like that. Don't talk about Amanda like that. <laughs> we stand Amanda and her Jawul. My Jawul. Jawul. Holy. it's like as a kid was i was like i don't understand this her crystals and now an adult i'm like do not touch my crystals (laughs) (laughs) relatable who touched them yeah well let's move on so after all the drama at home the girls get to spend a day in new york city bonding and they also get the show is sponsored by t-mobile this season and the girls get a t-mobile sidekick and find out that they get a text on their sidekick and find out they will be having a special visitor and of course the visitor is 
Tyra Banks. She comes to dinner. They She feeds them. She lets the girls know that everything about them is there's something that's special about each one of them and something unique about them that makes them not safe. It's what makes them interesting. Tyra tells the girls they are always going to be judged and they need to use their imperfections as an advantage because no one is perfect. Tyra goes around and then begins to ask all the girls what they think their imperfections are. Well, this part is uh, very cringeworthy because <laughs> these girls are so young and impressionable. It's clear that Tyra's trying to get some tea out of the contestants to see what they're insecure about. Um, do you feel like Tyra's going to use this information against the girls? Do you feel like she was literally just trying to like plug, like try and get information out of them for them to have like on tape so that production could like later on be like, hey, um, do you remember when um, Kelly said that she hated her monkey mouth? Can we um, can we dress <laughs> her up as curious, George? <laughs> like, because that's kind of almost how it feels. Like, you know, like she's sitting down to have a girl, like girls' time talk, but it's just so like I don't know. I I'm, I guess I've never had like a boss sit me down and be like, "Hey, Shay, so like, just tell me, like, what are the things that you feel you." Um, really suck at the most at this job. Like, what are you most insecure about on this right, job? Right, right. I just want to like, know. I want to. I want to say that, like, I, in my heart of hearts, like this early on in the season, I want to say that, like, I think maybe Tyra wasn't in on that intention, but like had production being like asked them for this. Yes, because she still had that sort of like I want to big be sister, big vibe. sister energy. Mm-hmm. Even if she, even if like she wasn't a- around all the time because of being so busy. Like, I still uh-huh. think she wanted that, you know, yeah. like, in these early seasons. So it's like, maybe she didn't have the intention, but we might be wrong. But yeah. I think production definitely was like, absolutely, you know, we're going to start planting bananas everywhere. So that <laughs> she's like, am I going crazy? She's like in wardrobe, puts on her like dress, and there's just like a banana in her bra. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. Just or so like, the girls can watch her pull it out of her dress. <laughs> Kelly, did right, you have right, a banana right, stash right. in there? Or, right. No, I just where found like, it. I swear. <laughs> they're always commenting on like Yaya's skin and like things like that, where it's sort of like you know, and it'll be like always a thing of like they asked her today about her skin, and then that judging they're like you really need to we need to work on that skin girl drink more water and she's like i know that i i know like yeah i keep bringing it up <laughs> like yeah it was also yesterday like... that i brought it up <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you i've peed 17 times today <laughs> right. i drink a lot of water i was gonna say that. i'm sure they didn't they didn't show it but i'm sure cassie talked about her weight being an issue and one of the first things janet says was that she looked two months pregnant uh, yeah, like that was her first critique. Oh, yeah. So it and did... there's like a lot of really intense shit with her and her, her, you probable know, eating problem at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, and it was just like, ooh, and 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 the way that it was handled too. Like, I feel like by production and by the castmates as well. It was just all like, yeah, you and your eating disorder you stupid bitch don't make us tell anybody you hungry hungry dummy <laughs> go go drink another diet coke cassie uh, right and, and clean there- up your shit with your five dollar <laughs> car free brownies 
Cassie. Oh my god, no. Because and also, that- like, somebody, like, and I feel like this is one thing that was just, like, still kind of like, oh, weird, And Because, like, someone who has, like, issues with, like, food, who's, like, suffering from, like, an eating disorder, there are a lot of, like, rituals that exist around, like, food, like, their food, and especially in, like, a dormitory space like that, like, you really shouldn't, even if you were annoyed that she wasn't cleaning, you could have left a post-it versus, like, messing with like this low carb thing that she probably was very specific about it just was really like messed up and it probably like spirals her even more deeper than they could even imagine even imagine that they just thought it was like a silly joke you know because like Anne probably comes from like that sportsmanship like let's just like you know like twist Uh her tit uh and Mm -hmm. like mess with her but it's just like right 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 and then like make out and see what happens (laughs) 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 you know it's like right Eve and he's like what? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, huh? <laughs> oh my god! And so, okay, that night after they had this discussion after dinner, um, the girls get a tyrant mail, and uh, they will um, <clears throat> they learn that they will be going to their panel the next day, and that somebody will be eliminated. The judges will be critiquing. The judges will be critiquing their first photo shoot in Jamaica. And so when we get to panel, <clears throat> Tyra welcomes the girls and tells us the prize. Tyra says that the winner will get a contract with one of the top modeling companies in the world, IMG. The winner will also receive a spread in L magazine shot by world-renowned fashion photographer Gilles Ben-Simone, responsible for a lot of my early success. Think Tyra Tippett. And last but not least, a hundred thousand dollar contract with CoverGirl Cosmetics. Bam. Ooh. This is the I, first season they've really she's really done the whole spiel. Yes, this is the first season where we get the one hundred thousand doll hairs, you know, um situation and like letting them know every week that this will right. be their prize with world renowned photographer Gilles Ben Simone. Um, as opposed to the voiceover, yeah. I wonder if any of the girls got to meet Kelly Ben Simone, his ex-wife, during any of this time <laughs> from the Real Housewives of New York yeah. City. Because look, I'm watching um, Real Housewives of New York from the beginning, and I'm just at um, Kelly Ben Simone's really awkward jelly bean dinner um, with the girls <laughs> while they're on vacation, and <clears throat> I will say. Wow, it's really interesting seeing people back in like what is this uh like 2007 talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. the way that they uh do because they literally just call her crazy. But like in the way that they are actually trying to like Sonia is like, "Hey, leave her alone. She's crazy." You know, where it's just not like that word carries so much stigma now. You would not just like outright just call somebody who's like clearly struggling with her mental health crazy, you know? So like no girls no 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 she's crazy leave her alone yeah especially on, especially on camera on camera hey now we're all being those girls that are bullying the crazy girl the crazy don't girl do that. yeah come she on we're crazy yeah she she... get her crazy under control yeah. yeah stop come on we all know she's crazy um <laughs> okay so outside of their amazing package with Jill Ben Simone uh, we also get to meet the judges world's first supermodel Janice Dickinson Nigel Barker noted fashion photographer which I still want to go back and because Tyra was the one who really created that phrase noted noted for me. yeah yeah he is a noted 
fashion photographer. And I'm just like, well, what are notes? Yeah, um, and I, I went to school for <laughs> photography and we never talked about Nigel Barker ever. We talked about, I studied fashion photography too. And we never yeah. looked at his work, mm-hmm. never saw anything of his. So I'm curious at how noted uh, his work is as well. <laughs> yes. And and we have our new judge, Nole Marin, who we met a bit back in cycle two. And his dog, don't forget. Yes. Nole Marin and um his dog. I don't Mimi. Mimi, yeah. Oh, sweet little Mimi always She's on her pillow. Raincoat. Yeah. <laughs> I would um, I think the dog's controlling him personally. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You heard it here first. If anyone can <laughs> confirm, please send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. <laughs> Is Mimi really controlling Nole? Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's review some of these photos. Work. Oh my gosh. Okay, so first up, the, we have Yaya. Now, the Jays say that Yaya is working like the rent is due. And we also see her referred to as being African royalty. During the panel, Noli said that she looks incredibly regal. And Tyra says to the Tyra says the photographer said that she needed to work on her complexion. And that Tyra and that 60% of her film was unusable. One second. No, it was usable. Oh, so that 60% of her film was usable. Um, what are our thoughts about Yaya's photo? I mean, it's stunning. Right. The Yaya highlight. was definitely one of my favorites on on the season in general. So I, I, mm-hmm. I, she didn't do too many bad things in my mind this season. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean. That highlight it, on the face is just like so beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm like, I mean, if she really needs to work on her skin, I, I feel like if this is her skin on a bad day, girl. Well, it's because she was in the islands. That's yes. Yes. It was the salt she, water. It she was, said, island gal. Uh, she said, come <laughs> true. <laughs> she was feeling that. And oh, also, like, for stepping on those rocks, like, she's got so much strength and power in the legs, you know? Yes. Okay, next up, we have Christy. Now, Christy, during the photo shoot, the Jays said it looked like Christy had Christy had gas or needed a fart. I mean, they were, like, totally obsessed with, like, shitting and farting um, this episode with these girls' poses. Um, during panel, they said, gorgeous, body is fantastic, but Nole also hates her wardrobe in person, which, it's like, these girls are broke. They don't have money. Like, if you guys really want them to like dress better and panel um style them the way that they do in australia's next top model right i was gonna say i mean the thing was is those girls were over accessorized i think a lot of the things he hated was like the jackets and the fake pearls and the flowers it's hey Lero jackets this is 2004 and they told us that the trend was layering okay fair (laughs) we thought two polos that's how three polos (laughs) (laughs) okay so in our third photo we have the beautiful julie now the jays were feeling her during the photo shoot but during panel the judges think that her pose is fabulous they love that she embraces her ethnicity however janice said that she doesn't have that something extra that goes with the dynamic pose um 
I am not living for uh, Julie. I think she's giving a little bit of like, um, like bird. I feel like yeah. she's giving me pigeon, you know, um, with the uh, posture and like the head and the chin. Um, yeah, these were the top three photos too. I didn't feel like she was the top three. Right. Okay. And so then for the bottom three, the first that we have is Amanda, which is crazy because like the Jays were living for her. Uh, they said that she unleashed her inner crazy. Miss J was all like, oh, I'm loving the broken down tall look. I'm loving the broken down tall. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so I'm sure Amanda was like feeling fierce, but then during panel, Nole doesn't think that she is serving model. Um, they believe that the headshot is gorgeous, but the body is so wrong. And the judges think that she is a, that she is a major question mark, but impressed that she is a mom. Um, I'm just going to say story. I'm just going to say story. Uh, yeah, because um, I don't know. I just guess the pixels weren't um, coming through um, with their digital file shares that they sent um, to Tyra on her uh, right. T-Mobile phone. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, bottom two after Amanda were uh, Anne and Leah. Uh I mean, Anne is deaf dead um, in the <laughs> eyes, but uh, she still's got something more going on for her here. Right, in the body. Yeah, and I mean, even even though her face is dead, you're just like, even her not giving you that much is still like really serving. Giving something, right. right. The other girl is just sort of like, what is she doing? I don't know what Leah's Leah looks like... Um. Leah looks like she's at she's in an H and M fitting room and she's checking the <laughs> the wash care tag on the back of the bathing suit before she buys it. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, yeah how, do I, how do I? She's have to like, wash this? right? Can I dry this or not? <laughs> yeah, is this yeah. a four or a six? Let me. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So during panel, Nigel thinks that she has mad eyes, and he's surprised that her eyes are in the photo. Janice thinks that her pose sucks and Nole does not like her outfit at all. Um, Nigel said that she was in, but the judges think she is too conservative, forgettable, and question if she can change. So, ultimately, bomb, womp, womp, it was Leah who was sent home um, because obviously we have this budding relationship between Anne and Eva that the producers want to get into. They want to see unpeel and unfold. So that is all right. the time that we have for today. Valentine, thank you so much for joining us. Did you have a good time? I did. Thank you so much. I mean, I miss you in general. I I've seen know. you since all this has started. I know. I miss you too. Soon. Soon. Okay, well, tell the children where they can find you online. They can find me as Valentine Adams with two Ds. Um, basically <laughs> on everything. You can find me on Twitter now. I'm a little more active. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and then on Instagram, but I'm more, I'm more active there than Twitter, but every now and then I'll, you know, be on there, but yeah, you can find me on anything on there. Word. Well, don't worry, everyone. Valentine will be back on Thursday and we are going to kiki about growing up as drag babies in the Chicago Mm. drag scene. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any top model facts, 
questions for Maxwell and me, our guest, or you just want to say hi, you can send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe to Want to Be On Top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show. It helps us grow. I'm Shay Coulet. And I'm Maxwell Esposito. And as always, the question remains, want to be on top? is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any other show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. To listen to Wanna Be On Top? ad-free and Monday early. Sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top? Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom, hosted by Shea Coulee, produced by Maxwell Esposito, editing and sound design by Will Pitts, executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 